Hello, Tile friends. You're listening to Tile Money, and I am Luke Miller. Today, I'm going to continue my story of starting my business. I'm going to go through your years two and three. In the last episode, I talked about year one, and I talked about six mistakes. I learned that you could learn lessons from my first year in business. In this episode, I'm going to tell you about how I did not know anyone when I moved to this new area, and I built my business from the ground up selling over $200,000 my first my very first year. So I made a few more mistakes and hopefully you can learn from my mistakes. Now I wanted to share with you how I've been making more money as a tile contractor and how I've learned from these mistakes and how you too can do the same thing. Some of these mistakes are very costly and there's no need to make them if you um can implement a few s- simple things. So by joining my community, Tile Money, by listening to this podcast and joining the discussion online, you're going to be gaining knowledge from others who have came before you and have built successful, beautiful tile installation businesses that have a profit and continue to put out good work for a good price and continue to be proud of their businesses. So I hope you can join us in our conversation. So in years two and three, I made more mistakes and I have about eight different talking points to talk to you and lessons to be learned. And even though I made mistakes, I was, I was making them fast and I was learning fast. So there's a saying that says fail forward. So whenever you're falling or failing, you, you just remember not to give up because you're, you're moving forward. You're moving in the right direction. When a little kid is learning how to walk and they keep falling and they keep getting up, they're only going to get better. It's only if they stop getting up that they're never going to learn to walk. All right, so early on in my business, I had a lot of trouble with the money. I had a lot of trouble knowing where where the money was coming, um, where the money was going, and how much I can pay myself every week. So my wife insisted, thankfully, that I start paying myself a set salary no matter how much I worked or how mu- no matter how much I tile I installed that week that my salary would never change. So I'm really happy that she actually asked me to do this pretty early on and saw a need for this because this provided not only a stability for us at home, but also it was a really good way to gauge the health of my business because if Friday came around and I knew I, I didn't have enough money, and I I knew okay I've gotta I've gotta make some changes really quick because this can't go on and thankfully that only happened a handful of times and I've been able to always pay myself that set salary. So one thing that helped me and I did too late was to hire a good bookkeeper. You know I'm not a bookkeeper I'm not a CPA and I don't know about you but you know we do what we do best when we have the time and ability to do it. If we're bogged down, you know, with the numbers and, and trying to keep the books, it's it essentially boils down to be a waste of time if we're not good at it because we could be out there doing something we're good at, like installing tile. So make sure you get a bookkeeper. Don't wait a year like I did and have a big mess on your hands at the end of the year. And also another thing I did in my second year is I had to get more aggressive with my pricing. I knew I had to sell at a higher rate. And having these higher rates allowed me to have a higher profit, and that in turn allowed me to work less and 
work less in the business and be installing a lot less hours. But I was able to work on the business and continue perfecting it and continue making changes that would allow for success. I also went ahead about halfway through that second year and took the leap and branded myself, got a logo made, and got my website made. I got more active on Facebook and Instagram, and I even got into Facebook ads, and I even bought some t-shirts. And my thinking was that just because I was a small contractor, there's no reason that I couldn't look like a professional. And you'd be surprised if you haven't done this yet, when you go ahead and, and take this leap and do this, how your customers are going to start treating you different. They're going to start viewing you as the professional that you want to be viewed as. So you can look at other, other tile contractors and ones that you see that are doing really good and ones that have been in the community and their communities a long time. You can learn from them and you can just follow the leader, so to speak. You know, you remember that game, follow the leader. So there's no reason to reinvent the wheel here. Uh, most of the contractors who are doing really well, all their employees wear the same t-shirt and some of them even have matching pants. So it's something to think about, some food for thought there. Another thing I had to learn was um, to know the value that I was actually bringing to my customers. I, I started to kind of hone in on who my customer was. See, that first year I was running around, running around. Every time the phone rings, I would run out the door and go do an estimate or do it after work or whatever, right before work. Um, so I, I started realizing a lot of these people, in fact, the majority of these phone calls were not ever going to be my customer. So I started having to kind of hone in on who I wanted my customer to be. And I started, you know, talking to them a little bit longer on the phone, getting to know, um, you know, what kind of project it was and kind of weeding out the ones that I didn't want and just telling them I didn't think it was a good fit or talking about prices over the phone even which is something I really have been getting into this third year is, is really knowing how to sell yourself over the phone. And there's a really a, a learning curve there, and but it's going to be a huge advantage when you can sell yourself over the phone because you're really going to save a lot of that wasted time. So don't chase those estimates, friends. Just stop chasing every single call that comes in and start talking on the phone more and getting to know them, and then if they're not your ideal customer, you can politely tell them that the job's just not for you, or you can give them um, talk about pricing, and usually that will you know weed them out. So another thing I implemented was to start using contracts, and that really helped and gave me some security and gave my clients some security, and I also started offering the warranties. I started looking at these companies a lot of these manufacturers that we use will give really good warranties, 10, 15, 25. Even some of them offer lifetime warranties on their full system. So I started thinking about it and thinking, you know, I need to pass these warranties on and I need to tell my clients that these warranties even exist. I mean, if I don't, you know, mention it, because what I'm starting to realize is how much of a salesman, you know, I had to be. My job as a business owner, um, as a small business owner, is hugely, you know, reliant, reliant on my sales skills. So I started trying to implement little things that would help me sell, sell higher work. I also had to, you know, work on being prepared. 
I would recognize that, you know, oftentimes through throughout the jobs, I would be leaving the job halfway through or, you know, half day and going out and running and buying some materials that I ran out of. So I started buying in bulk here, especially in this third year and charging um, and getting a hefty discount, you know, asking for a really good discount if you can buy a whole pallet of Thinset or whatever, and then charging the wholesale on that. And so you can start making money off of your materials and tile as well. So learn to sell over the phone and get the phone ringing. You know, you need to have a plan in place, something that's going to continue to have your phone ringing. So when you when I look back on the on the years two and three, I really think about the eight different um, lessons. One is to have separate bank accounts and always pay yourself a salary. Two is to hire a bookkeeper. Three is to brand and be everywhere. Four would be to know your ideal customer and the value that you bring them. Five is implement contracts and warranties. Pass along the manufacturer warranties and offer your own labor warranties. And six would be buy in bulk, seven, learn sales, and eight, getting that phone to ring. You need to be thinking about um, some strategies to get that phone to ring consistently. And I'll talk a little bit about that in some upcoming podcast. And until then, if you like it, please subscribe and review. And I hope you have a very profitable week. Until next time, talk to you later.